bringing you your morning book of Joe for Sunday's ball game. The Pirates hosted the Brewers for the final game of their six-game homestand, trying to win Sunday to propel a 5-1 homestand. Looking to take the series against the Brew Crew, the Bucks sent Rich Hill to the mound to continue his surprisingly great stretch of starts. The Brewers sent Colin Ray to the mound to set down the Bucks. First pitch was at 1.36 p.m. The top of the first was a nice 1-2-3 inning for Hill as he got Andrew Monasterio and William Contreras to strike out, as well as getting Willie Adames to fly out to center. Now, despite getting a leadoff double from Jack Sawinski in the bottom half of the first, the Bucks were not able to score anything. Ray was able to get Brian Reynolds to ground out, Kutch to pop out behind home plate, and Carlos Santana to fly out. Nothing, nothing as we head to the second. Now, in the top of the second, Hill was able to get Owen Miller to strike out, already to three strikeouts on the day. Now, he did give up his first hit allowed to Brian Anderson, however, following the Blake Perkins flyout, but was able to get a ground out from Bryce Terang to get out of the inning. To start the bottom of the second, Josh Palacios led off with another leadoff double. Hopefully the Bucks can get this one in. Now, I just would like to mention that if you guys were listening to my minor league pod, I mentioned that with all these roster moves, you don't really know who's going to get cut or not. And, you know, at the beginning, when Josh Palacios was first caught up, called up, I would have said that it would probably be Palacios to get sent down because he wasn't hitting. But now he's settled in and he's hitting really good. So I'm not sure if Palacios is going to get sent down. Um, But as I mentioned... We stranded the leadoff double in the first. Could we get this leadoff double in? They did. They did get this in as rookie Nick Gonzalez hit a two-run homer to dead center. Not quite 442 this time, but it's now 2 nothing bucks. I just love watching these young kids play, and I'm super thrilled to see these guys just get the opportunity to play. But... However, that's all we got in this inning, as Marcano, Hedges, and Triolo all got three straight outs following the homer. 2 nothing Bucks. Now, the top of the third was the turning point, and not in a good way. Hill looked great getting the first out, getting Joey Weimer to ground out, but then all heck broke loose. Hill lost some control and hit Rymel Tabia by a pitch, and then followed that with a walk to Monasterio. Not what you want to do in a 2-0 lead. Not with William Contreras up. Although he was in a 13-game homerless streak, you never want to have two runners on with William Contreras up. He broke his 13-game homerless streak and hit a three-run homer to left center field just above the notch to give the Brewers a 3-2 lead. A big blow for the Bucks and Hill, even if we've come back from almost every game. Hill did come back to get two strikeouts, but it was kind of lackluster following the homer. The bottom of the third came fast and left just as quickly. One, two, three for the Bucks bat- bats, and suddenly Ray has settled in. He looks like a much different pitcher than the person that gave up the two-run homer to Nick Gonzalez. There wasn't much more scoring until the later innings, but there was quite a bit of traffic for both teams. The bottom of the fifth started off with an error on Brian Anderson, putting Jared Triolo on first for the Bucks. Now Hedges successfully sack-bunted Triolo to second, and Sawinski followed that with a walk. Brian Reynolds moved the runners over to second and third on a ground out, but Kutch unfortunately ended the inning on a ground out. 
Nothing to show for the Bucks. 3-2 Brewers. Now, Hill was out after five innings pitched as Angel Perdomo came in to the sixth to get a strikeout and two groundouts. I have to like what I'm seeing from Perdomo. I have to like what I'm seeing from all the bullpen, even though we went through this rough stretch. Our bullpen's been pretty good besides this rough stretch. I mean, with how good our bullpen has been, I'm surprised it's taken this long to have, like, a blow-up. But, yeah, another snooze fest for the Bucks bats in the sixth. Santana lined out, Palacios and Gonzalez grounding out. Perdomo got the first two outs in the top of the seventh, then gave up a single to Monasterio. Following that, Carmen Majinski replaced Perdomo and got Contreras to line out for the final out. Similar to the top of the seventh, Ray got the first two outs and then gave up a single to Austin Hedges and was replaced by Hobie Milner, who got the final out. Kind of like a mirror inning. The top of the eighth was kind of torturous, though. Majinski got the first two outs, but unfortunately gave up a walk to Perkins. Now, not to be cliche or anything, but walks are not my favorite thing. Make them hit, make them earn their way onto base. So, I don't like walks, especially with two outs. But, Brian Anderson then came up again, singled, putting, he singled, putting runners on first and third with two outs. I really loved Brian Anderson when he was uh, Marlin. I thought he was a very, very underrated player. Um, And now that he's on the Brewers and he's really kind of tearing it up, it's, you know, it's rough because I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to cheer for you, you know, because... I don't want to cheer for a brewer, but Brian Anderson is a severely underrated player, so I'm not surprised that he came up big. Then, after that, it was all for Majinski as Ryan Barucki came in. Now, Bryce Terang hit a ground ball, which should have been the final out, but Barucki threw it away past first base, and the Brewers scored two on that. It was a very costly error, down 5-2 to two now, and I will elaborate on why it was a costly error. Now, Elvis Pagaro is now pitching for the Brewers in the 8th inning. Reynolds led off with a pop-out and cut with a ground-out, but Santana followed that with a single to keep the inning alive. Palacios then double home Santana to make it 5-3, which makes the error more frustrating as it would have tied the game. Uh, again, I love what I'm seeing from Josh Palacios now. He seems to have settled in um, both defensively and offensively. So, um, yeah, I like what I'm seeing from Palacios, and he seems to bring the energy. So, again, that error was really costly because it would have been a tie game now at this point. And, but then Gonzalez grounded out to end the inning. Now to the ninth inning, 5-3 Brewers. Joey Weimer led off with a single, followed by a sack bunt from Tapia. Monasterio then doubled home Weimer, making it 6-3 Brewers, so ultimately the Brewers would go on to win 6-3 as the Bucks went down 1-2-3 in the bottom of the ninth. The Bucks dropped the series, but ultimately had a pretty good homestand. We are now 39-44 on the season, and now five and a half games out of first and in third place. Luckily, like I mentioned last week, the NL Central is very winnable. All teams are competitive, but not great. And we're still, we're still in the race. So, 
Colin Ray got his fifth win on the season, now 5-4 and four with a 440 ERA. And Rich Hill, unfortunately, got his eighth loss, now 7-8 and eight with a 450 ERA. However, if you, were to- if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Rich Hill would have seven wins by the All-Star break, I wouldn't have believed you. But I'm really liking what Rich Hill is doing. And, you know, he can still throw it for a 43-year-old. So, so I'm pretty excited. I Unfortunately, he didn't pitch... As bad as, you know, getting the loss makes it sound. Um, Devin Williams got a 17th save now with a 152 ERA. Um, And as I mentioned, Rich Hill didn't really pitch all that bad. He went five innings, which is a little low, but he allowed three hits, three earned runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts. So not a really bad um, stat line for Hill. Now, the Bucks travel to Los Angeles where they take on the Dodgers tonight at 10.10 p.m. Eastern Time. Newly named All-Star Mitch Keller looks to grab his 10th win of the season as he is 9-3 with a 3.34 ERA. I know the Pirates don't often get more than one um, player in the All-Star game, but I'm super excited that it's Mitch Keller that is in. I'm thrilled. I have been on the Mitch Keller I don't really want to say bandwagon, but like since about 2019, I've been saying that Mitch Keller is going to be good. And I've not given up hope, and now he's an all-star, and I am just ecstatic for the kid. So he is going to be taking on the Dodgers. It's to be determined who's pitching for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are 46 and 37, and they sit in second place in the NL West behind the red-hot Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, that's all I have for your morning buck of Joe. This has been Haley Ryan here on Talk the Plank. Make sure to follow Talk the Plank at Talk the Plank Pod and myself at Haley Ryan with an underscore after Ryan. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's go Bucks.